I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. One, two, clink. Hey. Hey. When I grow up, I want to be... Okay, know that song? Yeah. I love that song. Does it... I want to have groupies or I want to have boobies? Cause I oh, think I could have sworn it was boobies. See, I've always thought it was boobies. And then we did that dance at our sixth grade, like, performance. And they were like, it's groupies. And I was like, okay, you want to get away with I these wanna names. I want to be a sub. I want to have groupies. Nicole My child, I could have sworn it was boobies. Nicole Scherzinger is the first famous person I met that was like really rude. Really? What happened? Yeah. So I was like 10 or 11 or 12, peak One Direction phase, like the beginning of their, of uh, One Direction's career. Yes. And I went to London to a festival, Wireless, Wireless Festival, I think it's called. And we were backstage and I see her walking and I was like the biggest pussycat dolls fan when i was little so i was like dad i'm gonna get a picture and like i was i was very outgoing as a kid so like i didn't see an issue with like going to ask her so she's walking with her like assistant or like whoever the person was and i was like hi excuse me like i'm a really big fan like can i have a picture she looks at me whispers to like the guy and he goes no <laughs> and they 
walked away and I was like, could you just say no to my face? Sometimes like someone whispered to me. But I was like, imagine someone like, it was peep girls my age, like supporting your career. I mean, she's a flop now, so whatever. But like, I just like, if I was in her position where like I did have that much of a platform or like whatever, and someone was like all in awe of me to the point where they'd come ask me for a picture, I'd be so flattered. You know, that'd be like, that's so sweet. Of course, take a picture with you. It takes two seconds to smile and walk away. I Especially hate when people when are like, like that. Cute little ten-year-old girl. I mean, I wasn't like, cute, but I was. But, <laughs> but yo, know, you were adorable. And mm-hmm. but I really want to know what she said. Do you think she was like, get this big old forehead out of my face? literally but it's like she wasn't even famous anymore that's why i was like girl you are the last person like other people i've met that like were famous have been they have probably a million times the amount of like fame slash clout that she has they were like no that's why i think it's funny when like people who are like d-list celebrities like like the tiktok like not like the the echelon of tiktok fame i'm talking about like the top top like the charlie no, they're D-list. They're D-list in the terms of all fame. Yes. A-list in terms of TikTok. Yes, in terms I, of, like, media influencers. Yeah. I see, like, so many, like, videos or, like, posts about how rude they are. And I'm like, girl, you've been famous for 13 minutes. And it's like, you are not even near, like, you're not Beyonce. You're not Rihanna. They stop and take pictures. Why can't you? Yeah. You are 15 years old and you do hit, hit arm on TikTok. Like, yeah, come on. Yeah, and, like, a little twirl and, and everyone's like, oh, my God. But have you seen that video about Charlie D'Amelio where it was, maybe it was Dixie or whatever, I don't even know. I cannot tell them apart, I don't know. Me neither. They're looking <laughs> identical. They were both at dinner, like, it's not a matter of oh, what they look like, it's yeah. a matter of, like, I don't know who it was. Um, oh yeah, James Charles was there too, and they were all, like, eating dinner, and apparently Charlie and Dixie were, or one of them. Okay, thank you. Was like. <laughs> it was Paella, I thought. That's what I thought. What was it? Yeah, I think it was paella because they put because like <laughs> in Spain they put snails in the paella, and um, they didn't know they're like, ill. Like you have a private chef and you're whining because there's like, just don't eat it. Like that's what I thought. They were like extremely rude about it. Like I know if I had a private chef, I'd be like, oh my god, sir, uh, literally make me poop, like poop on a plate. Yeah, and make me it. butter pasta. And say thank you. Yeah. But also, like, um, I feel I feel like people were being a little too hard on them just because, like, to, in my eyes, they're 14. How old are they actually, though? They're, like, our age. Really? Slash slightly younger. So, like, they did that kind of, like, scene and, like, uh, what's her name? But they knew they were being filmed, though. Like, they literally invited the camera crew. So I feel like they're doing she it said, for it attention. She put it out and then looked at the camera and was like, eh. Uh, but uh, who is t- who's that girl? Trisha Paytas made a video about them, and everyone's like, "Girl, you're a grown ass woman. Like, whatever. Cut him a break." And like, obviously Charlie's younger, so whatever. But I don't know if it was Dixie or not. Whatever. But like, it just it's just <laughs> weird. Regardless, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I feel like if I ever get famous and I go on a yacht and they serve me some like raw oysters, I literally gulp it down and stick my head in the ocean and like be fine and not give anybody yeah. sass because that's just if James Charles cool. is giving you the look of judgment. That's yeah. how you know you're in a bad place. Yeah. Trisha, Trisha Paytas, I don't know why she's famous. People think she's funny because she just says, like, the dumbest stuff. But yeah. it's, like, she's so offensive. Like, okay, so in my fame class I'm taking in at NYU, like, one yes. of my media courses, we had to do a final presentation on literally anything having to do with fame. And one girl did why the heck is Trisha Paytas famous. And it was so bad that she played, like, a video of her in the first... 30 seconds. The teacher was like, turn it off. We can't listen to this. Like, it's too it's too offensive. She said something. She said the N-word twice and something about Asians within 30 seconds of the video. And I was like, girl. Oh, my God. Yeah, every single one of her videos, I feel like someone comments and is like, 
fine I support you and then she makes another video and everyone's like Trish you can't keep going back and forth like this I can't keep up every single day it's, it's either something. you say something insanely profound or you say something that you like genuinely need to get canceled okay for. there's one thing about her that cracks me up though I need to is know. that little podcast she's on like two friends and something like that she's on a podcast she's either a part like one of the hosts or she's always a guest but <laughs> there's like one of them was like um what is oh <laughs> sorry <laughs> I forgot what they were talking about, but Trisha was like, um, this one person said a quote from Hamilton, the play, and I just knew it was just so profound. It blew my like mind away. And the hosts are dying of laughter. It was the preamble to the Constitution. And she was, and they were like, it's the Constitution. She's like, no, no, it's from Hamilton, the play. And they were like, that's based on the Constitution of American history. And she was like, no, it's not. And they were like, it's the, have you ever heard the constitution before? And then they were like, what's, what's the thinnest layer of the earth called? And she was like, the thinnest layer of the earth. And they were like, <laughs> I, I mean, you're Wait, not wrong, but. Oh, I thought, did someone say like the foreskin or something? Yeah. And I was like, oh God. Uh, that wasn't Trisha though. That's Yeah, so that was funny. the other host. But she just, yeah. Like the thinnest layer of the earth. And she sounds like she is a 14 year old valley girl from the south. Southern, are you, why do you keep doing that? <laughs> from the south, like a southern belle. And then you see her and you're like, oop, that's just not what I expected. I just like, if, I feel like if you are famous, it should be for a reason. Yeah. And by reason, I mean a good reason. Like if you're, okay. That's one thing yeah. is that a lot of people get fame for being apologists. Like their their career is wholly based off the idea that they have to apologize and get canceled over and over again, and it creates like a thing of attraction. For example, Trisha Paytas, Tana Mangu, whatever her name is, Tana Mangu. She's physically famous. She has probably a million apology videos on YouTube. James Charles is canceled every other day. Jeffrey Star canceled every other day. Yet they get a following because they are, people are attracted to the drama around it. You know, yes, that's absolutely. That's what their fame is built upon. But I would never want that for myself. You have to constantly be in trouble to have some sort of like fan base. We Wait. not introduce the topics, guys. It's finals week, guys. It's finals week. She said it. You said guys. Okay, but girls, y'alls, girls, girls, girlies, girlies, eagles. Ooh, violets um it's literally finals week and i'm starting a new job monday and we just moved today and it's just been crazy i have the lsat in a month sarah has like 76 jobs i feel like if i blink i'm losing time i'm just i'm going crazy but um for today's topic because we did not introduce it whatsoever we start we just started talking yes wait okay. i have a question and you can leave this in is it yeah. if you want I don't, I don't know you can leave this in uh is it tana mungi tana mungo tana manju girl you asking the wrong person i don't know how to print because earlier i was like tana mungi tana mungi Mung- is it- i don't know because the thing is like manjal like i don't know <laughs> i think this manjal the thing that's really weird about me is like I'm obviously very in tune with like social media and media excessively what I'm studying and like fame and like the archives of fame theories of fame I'm very interested in like from psychological approach but there are like a very large subsect of people who are famous who I have no interest in but it's not like A-list celebrities like A-list celebrities I'll follow like Selena Gomez Rihanna Beyonce like those people I'm interested in their lives the YouTubers in the like the tiktok echelon of like the hype house and like i have genuinely no interest in them whatsoever or their lives because it's constantly drama drama is like um bryce bryce whatever his name is tweeted lol lol stands for he's cheating on 
whoever he's dating. I'm like, I just don't have an interest in it. And it's, yeah. I don't know if it's like, because I never got, got into it when it first started to happen. Like, I only see it because people like post things on their stories. I think if I'd gone TikTok earlier, I'd gone into YouTube earlier, maybe I would have been into them. But I think I just skipped that, like, that phenomenon, which I think is so weird. I don't really know. This is what confuses me, especially about the hype house. Why would you live in, like, a Big Brother-style hype house? First of all, like, co-ed, which makes me, like, like why would they're you choose to live too, with men right? that is not your spouse? Yes. They're all minors. Besides Nikita, who doesn't even live there. She's just on the show. Literally. She's, she's, like, 10 years older than them. She's the kind of person that, like, all the clips I've seen from the movie, uh, this show, she just, like, throws tables for no reason. And I'm like, that's the kind of family, like, you're just, you're just doing things to try and get clout and be, like, problematic. Sorry I interrupted you, but... No, you're fine. But no, I was actually just about to talk about that. So thank you for interrupting me. It's like all press is good press, that whole kind of mentality. But taking it not as a way to make your feel... Wait, what? Not Taking it not as a way to make yourself feel better because someone wrote a shitty article about you. But like as kind of a way to justify your attention-grabbing pick-me behavior, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know? Which, which is not okay. And that's literally what all, that's what, exactly what the Hype House TV show is about. Yeah. There's no other, like, standard to it besides that. Yeah. And it's funny because, like, we were talking about this earlier, or I've talked about this all the time, is, like, we obviously joke about, like, oh, we want to be famous. Because, like, I mean, everyone, I think, has that, like, mentality. Yeah. But when we talk about that, we don't mean that kind of fame, you know? Like, the podcast for us is not just, like, a, oh, this is a vehicle for me to get followers and get famous. Like, it's more of I feel like we as individuals have so much experience with like just really random subjects that we feel like would help because like you know I've gone through a lot of the same things and it's helped us to talk about it and that was part of the reason why we started this because like we want to be able to spread that with other people or like have that conversation but also like have a community because like I'd rather have a positive community where like you can have open conversations and like yes we might do things mess up sometimes at like make us cancelable or like we might have a controversial moment or drama or whatever but i feel like it's not what it's about for me like i rather have less followers and be like a positive influence and be able to have people i can like connect with and talk to i would have never met before the podcast rather than like obviously that's just i can't speak for sarah but like i feel like that's always been like my 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 shtick I can speak for you, though, when I say that I, or I can speak for us when I say that for us in this podcast and any other endeavor that we have personally in regards to, um, like, a fan base of any kind, it's all about quality over quantity. And that's what we say about friends. That's what we say about family. That's what we say about, like, any other aspect of our life as well. It's not about, like, how many there are. It's about, like, how well you can engage with the people who you do have and how supportive and, like loving that relationship is like i would rather have that and what i have right now with my tiktok and my podcast and this podcast Mm. for like the rest of my life than have six million followers who are going to turn on me because someone made like a scandal video about me you know what i mean if i think it's like i'm katia adler host of the global story over the last 25 years i've covered conflicts in the middle east political and economic crises in europe drug cartels in mexico now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. 
Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Um, we hit a milestone on Thursday. Yeah. 50 episodes. 3,000 yes. listeners. Which is insane. Because, like, I remember when we had, like, five listeners, and they were probably, like, our parents. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, we're doing so well. This is, like, insane. Yeah. But the one thing I do like is, like, there are so many people who follow us on Instagram who, like, I memorize their usernames. Like, so many of them will, like, like a picture. And I'm like, oh, my God. She liked it today. Or they'll DM. And I'm like, oh, my God. Hey, girl. Like, we've talked about your problems before. Like, we do advice in our DMs. And, like... I like having that kind of relationship with our community instead of, like, having a bunch of people we just, like, will never interact with. Yeah. So I kind of vibe with it, you know? Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. It's awesome. I would not have it any other way. It's it's really amazing. And, like, this one, like, uh, we've only, we've we've been stopped a few times because of the podcast. I can't even, like, I'm not even trying to flex. Flex But, it. like, the amount of times we've been stopped is insane in itself, but also, like, I think the quality of that time spent, like the people of, they're, they're not like crazed fans being like, oh my God, spit on my face. Like, it's not like, <laughs> yeah, Suck it's not like toes. throw a bra at Harry Styles penis. Like, it's not like that. It's like coming up and being like, oh my God, you guys inspired me like all throughout my move to NYU in New York City. You're like, oh my God, you guys made me like crack up when I was literally like super sad one day. I'm like, I don't know. It's stuff like that that seriously makes the world go round. Let's yeah. play the game. How much cheesier can we get yeah. in 15 minutes? Parmesan. But the funny thing is, is like... Um, <laughs> people like... When like Chateau. men are famous, I think it's especially men. Um, sh- Ew. And like male celebrities, especially singers, and like people throw their bras and underwear at them on the stage, number one. Literally ill. There's no way that can be sexy. Like I'd be like, someone's discharge is flying towards my face and I can smell it while I'm howling this e-note. Like, that has to be disgusting. And then question number two, when, when people do that, do they bring an extra pair or do they wear it and take it off? Because either way, it's super unhygienic, I think. Ew, so they either had to wear it at one point? And or... then take it off in public in front of 50,000 people? Or they had to bring an extra bra that they paid for? See, that's what I would do. I'd go to the dollar store, get them, like, little Belle and Sleeping Beauty underwear that for two-year-olds, and then launch that onto the stage. Who, when, why... Why do I remember this? Someone threw a tampon at One Direction. Who was that? 
And do you oh, but people okay. People went way so too far in one direction. Like this whole stan culture, and it's so funny because Mr. Medium is like the biggest Eminem fan ever, and um, uh, he's like stan culture originating from Eminem's song Stan. He just has like such a hold on society, and I was like, okay, you're lucky you're cute because there's no other way of like a man that likes Eminem. Marshall. Oh yeah, he said if we have kids, we have to name one of our kids Marshall or Marsha. Um, if we are having mixed kids, there is no way I am naming my black child Marshall or Marsha. No, he wants to name our dog Saquon Barkley too. That's like that sounds cute coming from you, but for me, it sounds just a ghetto. It's no. Why do you have salt on your floor? Do I have salt? Is it salt or is it something else? I'm so dead. Sarah's room be killing me. I find the most random things in here. Like I walked in here today. And she's had her nudes printed and just sitting on her I desk. Mind you, her, her parents were here all day moving her in. And I'm like, your dad always opened your desk and was like, okay, there is her tit. <laughs> she killed me. No, I, you know what? I unearthed. Uh, <clears throat> sorry. I just like, God. I unearthed those after my parents left, which is exciting okay. for me personally. But yeah, they, they were sitting there um, on the windowsill. And Cindy walked in and she was like, <gasps> <laughs> Guys, it's so funny because we're gonna like. Can we do personal update for the rest of this episode? Yes, because yeah, you go. Yeah, so tell them what we've been up to. So this is exciting. Yeah, Pony Boy has been here for like the past week, right? Yeah. And one thing is funny. I missed this last episode, but like people are actually catching on to the names. I think it's easier now. There's only two names: Pony Boy and uh, Mr. Medium. Yeah. But like we get we posted Pony Boy on our Instagram, and we got so many comments. Now it's like, oh, people actually listen to the names. But um, mm-hmm. I Mr. obviously Medium. have met Pony Boy. Yeah, Mr. Medium. We'll see how he acts. <laughs> he might make an appearance. Um, he. I've obviously met Pony Boy multiple times, and like I will see him on Facetime with Sarah, like make jokes. But I think it's the first time I spent, like, an extended amount of time in, like, the same place. And I'm pretty sure I scarred him or scare him. I don't know what's wrong with him. My behavior this week has been on 10. He's probably like, what the hell is wrong with her? That's not true. <laughs> no. And you're, you know what you're doing. It's okay. You know what you're doing is you're basing it all on Tuesday night. And you should not do that. Yeah, Tuesday night, guys. It was Quattro de Mayo. And we had Cinco de Mayo behavior coming from me but also just like i think one thing is i'm very comfortable around sarah so like it's extended to him but i but he's also he's not shy but he comes off as shy I feel yes like. like this picture on your desk is the only thing i've ever seen him smile i think but he's coming out of his shell i definitely see but i definitely have either scarred him or i scare him i have reached a milestone <laughs> a personal milestone with my very good friend here sydney and that milestone is is that now sydney and eric have each other's number and that makes me like beam of happiness and i don't know why like i'm so so excited and it's funny because um i don't know like we we we've dm'd each other before like yeah about sarah but she never thought about giving each other the numbers but sarah puts his name in my phone with sarah at the end of like i don't know his name and so on Quattro de Mayo, <laughs> I was trying to get Sarah. I was trying to text Sarah before I went to bed, and I was like, "Gooba da ga, da gee, da ba, gooba da ba, da beep," and sent it to Pony Boy. I know that he was like, "What the fuck?" But Pony Boy did that. Yeah. He put the Sarah. I don't out. know. Like, I obviously know his name. That's like yes. me putting me like, his name like in he, your phone like, with yes. Sydney at the end. Like, who else would that be? Exactly. But you've met uh, Mr. Medium 
literally the most out of anyone else I know. I don't know why you don't have his number. But he told me that he would text Sarah and like not feel weird about it whatsoever, which is good. Oh, well, he needs to text me about your engagement ring. Like, yeah. if he doesn't, there's going to be an issue with you. Like, I just yeah. know for a fact. I have, like, a f- literally 500 post. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's so funny. So Sarah and I, like, we're really into wedding stuff. Like, not really, but, like, we are. We talk about it a lot. And, like, when E was on the show a couple um, episodes ago, she has, like, a diamond company. And she was like, oh, my God, send me your um, ring ideas. I was like, girly, don't be telling me that because I will. But um, what a great episode! That was a great episode. I, so I loved cool. Eve. She's such a natural. Yeah. Like oh my she God. like went right into it. She was so good about it. She was so funny. But um, I was like on my Instagram scrolling in front of Mr. Medium, and he was like, "Why do you have engagement rings and wedding photos all over your for you page?" And I was like, "What? What are you talking about? Why are you talking about all my stuff?" <laughs> <laughs> that's all I literally all I look at. Oh God. But, we got some years before that happens. Yes. What, 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 okay, no, that's another episode. Okay. We're going to, like, plan out our futures one episode where we talk about it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pony's here if you didn't realize that yourselves. We should make you guys do an episode one day. Yes. Ooh. I'd have to Maybe. physically arrest Mr. Medium to force him to do that. Oh, my God. No, we have to. We have to. But we have to, we have to make He was like, it has to it. be politics or law related. I was like, shut up. <laughs> we can talk about politics or law for like five yeah. minutes and then move on the to law something The law of attraction. The law of shut the fuck up and listen to the girls talk. <laughs> That's the law. Um, update. Where he moved into a new apartment today. Yeah. <laughs> we already said that. Wait, when did we say and, that? Like five minutes Really? Ago. Oh my God. I just yeah. had like, oh my God. I can't no, say Yeah, it's okay. Uh, she had I a milkshake. She had a red milkshake. I had a brain fart mm-hmm. and now i'm back but it's it's everything's crazy so Sydney's mm-hmm. mom is here my both of my parents are here and ponies here and we're all working very hard to put this shit together we're working, he's working on wi-fi right now yeah. and can i just say thank god we're working on garage band because that doesn't require internet it's so funny though because i didn't realize that he was sitting down there next to the wi-fi and i was sitting at the kitchen table i'm like this is bullshit <laughs> i was like where did that come from <laughs> <laughs> yeah Oh, it's it's great. The guys, the view from my room is really, really pretty. Mine's of a church who doesn't stop dinging its bells all day long. (laughs) You're probably also wondering why this is not a video episode. It's because we don't have a couch yet. Yes. And we've been moving. So once we get our setup, we'll go back to videos because I'm sure you guys don't want to see us sitting on the floor at the pizza box. But um, really no New York rugged. But we're going to post a video, like a apartment tour for everyone who's asked because we do love this apartment. It's very, you know... Was your sheet cute? And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, whatever. Guys. Uh, this is the, probably the most chaotic, un, 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 un. What's that word? Organized, unorganized, unprofessional, unprofessional thing we've ever done. Well, you know, it's final season. We're like, let's just have fun with it. Let's just yes. talk personal updates, rambles, fame. Yeah. The whole bitty boo. The bitty boo. So we'll be back next week with regularly scheduled content that's organized. But for now, let's see if I can get the closing right this time. We have not been doing our cast phrase for the last five. Oh my god! Um, cry about it. (laughs) We were trying so hard. Oh guys, it's been crazy. Okay, go follow us on our TikTok. We didn't even do the thing yet. What thing, guys? We were supposed to be doing this for like the last yes twenty episodes, and we did it on three. So that's progress, but also we have a new logo coming soon. So we're gonna get our shit together. So and uh, so many, so much new content. So much new content. We got a photo shoot done, guys. It's kind of bomb. 
Go look yeah. at our Instagrams and look at it. Like, were we showing our parents, our literal parents, for a total of three hours today? Mm-hmm. Yes, we were. Are we going to blow up our favorite picture and put it on the walkway as soon yeah. as people walk in our door? Yes, we will. Perfect. Guys, shit happens. Might as well cry about it. I Go follow it our... That was, like, smooth if you didn't That was super smooth. <laughs> Go Wait, follow our Instagram, at Crying in Public Podcast. And our TikTok at the same name. And you can also look that up on YouTube. Make sure to listen at iHeart. Download the app. She's adorable, cute, quirky, fun. You should do it. And Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So proud she got it, guys. We do 10 takes last episode because she kept saying, I music, (laughs) I I heart music. I brought it back to like 2010 and was like, iTunes. Yeah. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 